Shavua Tov, today we'll be studying the fifth chapter, Perak Hamishi, of Hilchot Shigagot. This chapter will deal with Shigagot, specifically in the realm of Arayot, forbidden relations. Halacha Aleph, Perak Hamishi, Halacha Aleph. Habal Erva Ahat Biot Mehad. Someone who has relations with someone else, multiple times, who is forbidden to him, that's Arayot, in one lapse of awareness, in a single forgetfulness, that's He'ilem Ehad, even if between having between he had relations with with the forbidden person um, there was a lapse of um, of a few days since he didn't become aware that this was forbidden in between engaging in relations with this forbidden woman and since she is one person and one entity it is all all of those uh, relations even if he did he had multiple times with this forbidden woman it's all considered one shegaga and he is only liable for one hatat however if he had relations with her and then he became aware that it was forbidden, or he was aware, became aware of the punishment. And then he had relations with her, and in 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 another lapse of um, lapse of awareness, he is liable for each and every time he has relations with her. Because his awareness separates and isolates each action. So if he was shogeg, then he became aware that what he did was forbidden, and then he, um, then he did, then he had relations with her again. Beshogeg, he is liable for two because um, his his awareness sort of should awaken him to be more aware of his actions. Um, and each time he has relations. Um, each time he has relations with her, after becoming aware, he is liable for each time. Somebody who had relations with somebody who was forbidden to him multiple times in one he'ilem, in one in one lapse of awareness. And the person in the woman who he was having relations with was aware um, each each and every bi'a, but obviously while having relations, um, she wasn't aware she was shogeg like the previous halakha, that each and every relations with her was um, with multiple laps of, lapses of awareness. He brings one hatat, and she has to bring a uh, a korban on each and every relations, as we mentioned in the rule in the previous halacha. Hayulo hu yediot bin time If he had knowledge and awareness um, in between the rela- having relations, and she uh, and for her it was one lapse of awareness. He has to bring multiple. Hataot, and she has to bring one because, as we mentioned, it really depends on, um, on the lapses of awareness. And if the person became aware, um, between each bi'ah, he is liable. Um, where whereas if she was not, 
she didn't have a lapse and she was during she she had one sort of lapse for all of the biot had she has to bring one hatat somebody who engages in foreign in, in someone who engages in forbidden relations with multiple women in one lapse of awareness even though they are um, they are forbid all forbidden to him from the same category they are all forbidden to him due to one prohibition to one isur since they are um, multiple entities multiple women he is liable for each and every woman how how exactly what what exactly do we mean by this for example, if a man had relations with his his five wives, all of whom were nidot, which the prohibition of nida is one prohibition, but he had relations with five women, five separate women who were nidot. Or if a person had relations with his five sisters, or he had relations with his five daughters, all under one lapse of awareness, he is liable for each and every entity and each and every woman with whom he engages in forbidden relations. From this, from this we, we learn, that which the Hahamim taught us, Somebody, a man who engages in relations with another man and he is the active one or if he is the passive one in one lapse of awareness, there, he is liable for one hatat. This is assuming it was the same, the same male actors were 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 involved. However, if it was another if another male actor was involved, Ben Sheba Al whether he had relations with both of them, Ben Sheba Al Alav, or if he came uh, and had a, and was the active one or he was the passive one, Hayav Al Guf Vaguf. He is liable for each and every um, individual and every entity uh, with whom he engaged in forbidden relations. And this same rule applies with bestiality, whether he is the active one or if he is the passive one. A woman who engaged in bestiality with multiple animals in one lapse of awareness. She is liable for, for a hatat on each and every animal uh, with whom she engaged in relations with. As we mentioned, again, the rule is um, because they are separate entities, separate animals, um, she is liable on each and every one. And this is um, similar to um somebody who had relations uh, with multiple individuals under one lapse of awareness that she would be liable for each and every male and each and every entity in person with whom she engaged in forbidden relations a 
a woman whose husband went uh, went overseas, and she heard that he passed away. Or if two witnesses came and testified that he died, and he sit and she remarried, whether she remarried on her own account, based on the witnesses that came or based on um, what she heard, or if she remarried, on account of Bet-Din, on the court. And then it became known that her husband was alive. She was liable to bring one Qurban. Or, uh, and if this woman married more than one man, or if she had relations with many men not in the context of marriage she is liable to bring a korban with each and every man that she was with since they are separate entities and, and different people even though all of this was under one shegaga, one lapse of knowledge that the that she assumed and she thought that her husband was dead. Since she engaged in relations with multiple men and multiple people, she is liable um, on liable for a hatat for each one. Somebody who had relations with a nida, obviously that this is asur, um, and he did so bishkaga as, as a refresher. Bishkaga can mean a couple of things. It can mean he didn't know that it was asur for him to engage with relations with a nida, or if he didn't know the punishment, which is karet for having relations with a nida. Vetahara minidata betavla, and she became. Tahor and she dipped in the mikveh and became pure from her tumatnida, vehazra veraatnida, and then she again became uh, became nida. And then during the same and then during the same shegaga, meaning the husband still didn't know the isur of um, being with anida, and he also or he didn't know the punishment, and he had relations with her a second time again. During the same shagaga of this, this uh, that he didn't know, Hayava called Pa'am Ufa'am. He is liable for each and every time they have relations. Despite the fact that all of this was under one uh, lapse of knowledge, and despite the fact that he is the same person with whom they, she, he is engaged, and even though it's the same two people who are engaging in. Um, relations, meaning he, the husband was the only person involved. Because this, because each each time a woman is nida, it's considered a a separate um, separate time. It's a distinct span of time. And the first time she was nida is separate from the second time she was nida. And it's as though um, he was with two women who were nidot. Because when a woman goes to the mikveh, it's as though she is a totally new entity. And therefore the husband would be liable um, for uh, for both times. That he had relations with her while she was nida, even though it was two separate cycles. That she that she, and, and it was separated by her going to the mikveh. He is still liable for each time um, that he had relations with her. Halacha vav. Now, as an introduction, some some of us might remember 
when we studied Hilchot uh, Isurei Bi'ah, She'at Haveset. She'at Haveset is the time during the month that a woman estimates or expects her cycle to begin, and it is prohibited for, for a husband to engage in relations close to this time when she's expecting um, her cycle to begin. And it's not allowed, and, and so a man is, yes, he's not allowed to have relations with her when she's expecting her cycle to begin. And yes, and with that, we can, with that in mind, we can, let's read Halachavav. Halachavav. A husband who has relations with his wife when she is not expected for her cycle to begin, for, for her to, to menstruate. And then she, she saw blood um, during uh, while they were having relations. Both the husband and wife are exempt from bringing a korban hatat. Because it's as if this situation was totally out of their control. And it's not even considered that they are shogeg. Shesh shogeg, because when we talk about, when, when, we, when, we, when we speak of shogeg, that the husband um, and wife, and when we talk about shogeg, um, th- th- there is some culpability that the husband and wife should have checked and they should have known um, what they were, they should have known the, the issue and, and explored the topic um, for, to see if it was allowed or if it was not allowed. And even if the husband and wife checked very carefully and they um, and they inquired if this was allowed, if they were allowed to have relations, which is totally allowed, they would not have made the shagaga. And since in a situation, when we talk about shagaga, again, there is some culpability, and a person should have made, made the effort and checked if what he was doing was allowed, since he did not research the matter and examine what he was doing prior to doing it, and then he did it, he does need kapara because this his mistake could have been avoided. However, this situation that we mentioned, that a husband and wife had relations when she is not vista vista when she is not expected before she is expected um, when she and they had relations when she is not expected to to begin her cycle. What, there's nothing they could have done. Because she was tehora, she was pure, and it was not close to when she was expecting her cycle to begin. This is um, in a situation that is honest, and it's not even a shegaga. Therefore, Therefore, whether blood was found on the cloths used to check um, to check for blood on his cloth or on her cloth after having relations, they are both exempt from bring, from they are exempt from a shagaga and from bringing a korban. However, if a husband transgressed this. And he had relations with her close to when she was expecting her cycle to begin. And he thought to have relations with her and to stop 
and to complete having relations prior to her um, seeing blood and becoming nida. And, and she saw blood during while they were engaging in relations. They are liable for bringing a korban because this was a shegaga and this is definite. This is something that the husband, should, husband and wife, should not have done, having relations close to when her cycle was to begin. That's why it is a shegaga. Therefore, if blood was found on his cloth while uh, on his cloth after after they had relations, obviously indicating that she bled while they were having relations. both husband and wife are tameh. They are liable to bring a korban. If blood was found on her cloth if she wiped herself right away after having relations and she didn't wait both the husband and wife are and they are liable to and they must bring a korban however if she waited long enough to stretch her hand under the pillow or under the cushion and take a cloth to to check herself and then she checked herself both the husband and wife are um, and they are exempt from bringing a korban because we're not sure that she bled while having relations. It could have been after. And if she waited long enough for her to get up from 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 the bed and to uh, to clean herself, her to clean herself, and after um, she cleaned herself. And then she found that she she had blood. Her husband is is tahor, and obviously she is she is she is tameh. Halachazain, misha avar uvan samuch laveset al daachet kdom biato liriyat hadam. Somebody who transgressed and had relations with his wife close to when she was expecting her cycle to begin, with the intent that he will finish having relations with her prior to her becoming a nidah, and the woman felt that she became impure and she became nidah while they were having relations. And she told her husband that she became temeah. The husband may not pull out while he is erect, as we discussed in Hilchot Isure Bi'ah Perek Dalid, rather the the husband must stay in, wait for his organ to become flaccid, and then he must pull out in order for him not to have any pleasure. And if he didn't know that it was forbidden for him um, to pull out right away, and he pulled out his organ while he it was erect. Hayav shete hattaot. He is liable for two korban korbane hattat. Korban two for two hattaot. Ahat al kinisato shehare ba'anida. One for him entering since um she was uh, because she was in Nida and he did this while it was Samuch Livista, while it was close to her 
um, beginning her cycle. And he is liable for another one, for another hatat, for exiting. Because exiting gave him pleasure as entering did. That's why he's liable for both. When does this apply? This this applies when the husband knew that it was forbidden for him to have relations with his wife close to when her cycle was to, was supposed to begin. And he thought to have relations with her prior to her to her becoming an Ida. But he didn't know that that it was forbidden for him to um to exit right away while he was still erect. Because he because it, we find that he is because he finds that there were two um with the two Bailot. There were two Ha'ilimot with him exiting and entering. However, if the husband didn't know that he was forbidden to have relations with her close to when her cycle was supposed to begin. He didn't know that he was prohibited to pull out from the woman who became Nida while he was still erect. Even though he exited uh, while he was still erect, he is not. He is only liable for one hatat. Because him exiting and entering, even though it is considered as two actions, it is all considered one. And it was considered. It's considered as one lapse that he did all of this in. Because he didn't know that he um, was prohibited from having relations with his wife close to her visit. And this is the same rule for all other forbidden relations. That if a person made a shagaga and had relations with somebody who was forbidden to him, under the assumption that she was permitted to be with him, and he it became known to him that she was forbidden to him while they, having relations. He may not exit immediately. Because him exiting is pleasurable to him as entering is. And if he didn't know that it was forbidden for him to exit, and he did while being erect. He is only liable for one hatat, as everything is considered, that whole entire act is considered as one shegaga. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.